the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called recovery and restoration. Saints of God, I thank God for the word. It's written by our Father to give us revelation and insight about who he is. One of the things it tells us about him is that he's a God of recovery and restoration. He's a God who can and will recover everything that has been lost and or stolen from us. And according to his word, which we believe to be true, he's not just capable of doing it, but he's willing and wanting to do it for me and you. So since our God is that kind of God, we ought to learn to let God be who he is. That is a God of recovery and restoration for all those who are his. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Luke chapter 4. Jesus came to heal the bruised and the brokenhearted. Verse 18, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Note the next one. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captains and the recovering of the sight of the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Look what he came to do. One of them was to heal the brokenhearted. Jesus manifested, sent by God to be able to heal the brokenhearted. Just like Jesus is the word and the word is God. And well, God is sending his word to us to let us know I'm going to heal the brokenhearted. I didn't just do it then. I'm going to do it now too. Because I'm the same God now as I was then. And I'm going to do the same thing for you. He's here to console those of us who are deeply hurt and afflicted. Because some of us were deeply hurt and afflicted. You can't tell because we kept moving forward. You can't tell because we kept doing what we needed to do. But that never changed. That on the inside of us, there's a hurt that we had because of what happened to us and what occurred in our lives. Something that, ha- some, something that happened that wounded a person deeply. Wounded a person deeply. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was in a relationship. Maybe with some boyfriend or girlfriend or, or maybe with a husband or a wife. Maybe they left you intentionally. Maybe they left you unintentionally through death. And you still was left there by yourself. And you're like, why? Hurt, and you know it. But good, because you don't show it. But God said, I know that it's in there. And I'm going to fix it for you. Maybe it was somebody you trusted that did you wrong. Anybody in here, anybody ever did somebody wrong? That, 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 that somebody did you wrong? Maybe, maybe at work or maybe at a job, maybe even at a church. 
Maybe even at this church. Maybe somebody did somebody diabolical and somebody dashed something dastardly to you. It was just like snidely whiplash or something. They just did something diabolical and horrible to you. No matter what it was that was done to you, the Lord will undo for you what was done to you. He said, I'm going to heal your brokenhearted. When he says the brokenhearted right there, that word brokenhearted means to crush completely. That is to shatter. To crush completely. That is to shatter. You might have been crushed by what was done to you. Crushed by what happened to you. Crushed by what entered into your life. Crushed by whoever left your life. You might have been crushed completely, completely crushed and shattered too. So shattered and so crushed that you haven't been able to put the pieces back together again like you know you ought to. Not having, because you haven't tried, but you just can't do it. You try to put the pieces together, they just don't seem to fit together like they used to. You go through the motions, it just ain't the same as it used to be. It ain't the same. It also means to break. Now, when it means to break, it means to break in pieces. It means broken to shivers and bruised. It means to break as in pieces, to break in pieces, you know, Humpty Dumpty style. Broken to shivers. That's where splinters are all over the place and charts are all over the place and bruised. Because after getting your heart broke, you might have felt like you've been broken into pieces. So once again, I already know some of y'all ain't going to know nothing about what I'm talking about, but just, you know, take good notes. It's like your life was broken into shivers. It was just scattered. I'm reminded of that story, the movie that we watched about a week or two ago. Praise God. The Passion of the Christ. And the mother, that woman that played Mary, she had seen her son beat so much. It was like she went somewhere in her head to the point that she, she wasn't like really there. But she was there. She was numb to the hits and stuff. To the point that when they drug him away, she began to start cleaning up the blood. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, she's she on her knees and she's just wiping up the blood. And Mary Magdalene that was with her was like looking at her at first like, what you doing? You know. And then instead of, you know, trying to talk her out of it, she just got down there with her and just began to start helping her clean up the blood. And she's just wiping up the blood, like, because she, she sees these, this is my son's, but, I, you know, I don't know nothing else to do, but just wipe it up and clean it up, too. Well, somebody else would think that's crazy. But see, you say that because it didn't happen to you. You say that because sometimes we go places in our mind, praise God, that just makes us make it through at that time and stuff like that. And we might be going through the motions, but we ain't never really been solved. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? It's not been resolved. After getting your heart broke, you might feel like you, you've been broken into pieces where splinters are all over the place. But I got good news. God can heal the brokenhearted and help you put the pieces back together again in your life. Notice that Jesus said, I will further down, I will set at liberty them that are bruised. Once again, that word bruised is the same word crushed, which means he's in essence talking about the same people. Praise God, because some people are bruised, they are crushed. Bruised as in there might even be uh, some type of healing that still is starting to happen, but it hasn't completed happening in such a way where there's still, there's still signs of what it is that occurred before. 
It's speaking of those who are pressed down by a great calamity that occurred in their lives and whose hearts are pressed and bruised that as a result of it. Because some people, once again, were bruised a long, long time ago. Maybe at the beginning of a marriage. Even though the marriage has survived and everybody, everything seems to be all the way live. But I still ain't really get over, got over what happened way back then. To the point that he or she keeps saying, why do you keep bringing that up? Because I'm not through it yet. But God said, I'll help you. I got good news. God came to set at liberty them that are bruised. To set at liberty means to give freedom to. God came to give freedom to those who are. It's, it's almost like you're jailed. You ain't never been there. You've, it also means free from captivity or restraint. It's like you're in captivity. It's like you're restrained. You want to love like you can, but you just can't. You want to be, you know, good like you could, but you just can't. You, 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 you want to, but you're restrained. It's like, it's like you just you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You even ask yourself, why can't I do it? Because you've been bruised. It's to set them free from the pressure and give them consolation. Because, you know, God is a God of all consolation. In fact, that word said it liberally also translates deliverance. You know he's a deliverer, don't you? Praise God. He didn't just deliver you from hell's fire. He also delivered you, can deliver you from this type of thing too. Jesus came to bring deliverance to the captives. That's what it said up a little earlier. He can bring deliverance to the captives. Because sometimes your past can have you captive. Sometimes the things that you have happened to you in your past can have you captive to the point that you cannot function like you're supposed to. But Jesus said, I'm here and I'm going to bring deliverance to you. In fact, that was part of Jesus's mission. Jesus' mission was and still is to mend broken hearts by taking broken pieces of a person's broken heart and broken life and put them back together again. I bet you Humpty Dumpty wish he would have found Jesus. Praise God. Turn over to Psalms number 34. Somebody was should have somebody should have vandalized Humpty Dumpty, prayed God, and took him that good news. Because he tried to take it to the kings. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. <laughs> but, God, but God said, that's Humpty's problem. That ain't your problem. Because God said, I'm going to fix that for you. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? Look what he says about the brokenhearted in relationship to him. Psalms number 34, stanza number 18. It says, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. He said, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. God is near those who have a broken heart. Now that word broken right there means bursted. Burst it. Well, sometimes it's as though, as though your heart may have exploded. It's bursted. Because there are things that can happen in a person's life that can cause their hearts to just burst, to just explode. It's like it's a sudden thing. So it's like, you know, you might have been having fun, enjoying yourself, enjoying yourself, having fun. And then, and then you looked up and something happened and just boom, it just something, it just something exploded up in the middle of your life. News was received by you. Boom, it just exploded. It's like, wow. I wasn't expecting that. Sometimes, let's go to death. Sometimes death, praise God, uh, you know, a love, a loved ones was expected. That's, that's hard enough to deal with. But sometimes it's totally unexpected. 
You might have kissed the person and said, see you later. But I had no idea you was talking about in heaven. Because then, boom, the news come. And it's almost like you can't even hear. It's like you, you, you hit a zone. It's like nobody's home. It's like, and your heart is bursted. Sometimes you might have got information about a child or two. You might have raised them godly, raised them in the way they're supposed to be. And then information come to you about them living a lifestyle totally outside of what God said do. And they come home and tell you, you know, I, I do this, I do that. I'm involved in this, I'm involved in that. I don't believe in your Christ no more. And your heart just, boof, just bursts. You might have raised them godly, raised them holy. And then they come home and tell you, I'm pregnant and ain't married. And it's like your heart just burst. And so it just runs down. You don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. Just take good notes. <laughs> take good notes. It just bursts. There are things that can happen that can cause your heart to burst. It, 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 could, it could be something that your spouse did or something that somebody in your house did that caused your heart to burst. It could be that your child did what your child did, something your child did that caused your heart to just burst. It could be something that affected your child that caused your heart to burst. Might have got information that says something like somebody molested your child. Like you just, who? And then they tell you somebody that you love. (laughs) What? It might be somebody who was close to you that you never thought would do what they did to you that caused your heart to burst. Somebody you trusted, let your guards down, open up wide to them. And it's almost like they spit right inside and you, you just there. But the Bible says that the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. And I like this, and saveth them. He said, and saveth them. That word saveth right there, I like this, means to be open, wide, and free. To be open, wide, or free. Well, why would it be that for saving? Because God will take you from a tight place. Because when that situation hit, it tightens things. See, when Satan does things like that, it's to be able to cause you to have less of a life than you were supposed to have. You had a wide open life before, but then when you got, took this hit, it, 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 it reduced to less than it was before. And sometimes it tightens up and then it stays there. And now you got to live within this parameter rather than this full parameter that you have. But God said, I'm going to save you by opening you back up, making things wide for you again, setting you free again. I like this. God will take the brokenhearted and he'll deliver you into a place that's wide open and free. By implication, I like this too. By implication, it means to be safe. That word saveth means to be safe. Why is that important? Because after a person has been brokenhearted, if you ever had your heart broke, then they usually have trouble trusting and feeling safe around people from that point forward. If If they had their heart broke at a church, they don't trust church people no more. They don't trust churches. They don't trust, they don't trust pastors. They don't trust, they don't, they don't trust. They might have the best one in the world, you know, like me. But, 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 but they, they say, I can't trust. I, I, I pastor, I preach it, but I just, I just, it's something, I, something, I just can't let my guard down. It might have been a person that hurt you before. It might have been a man that left a woman or a woman that left a man. And you've been crushed. Now it's hard having, having, hard having trouble trusting. From that point forward. Well, you might have a good one come around you after that. That God sent to you. But you punished them. Because of how you've been punished. 
and you never open up like you ought to. And you're robbed from the opportunity to live the life that God always intended for you. God said, I'm going to reverse that for you. I'm going to get you out of that real tight, being real tight and being guarded and closed off with people. But God said he saved the brokenhearted from the place of mistrust and concern and caused them to be safe and feel safe again. Was they can relax and rest in what God is doing in the midst of their lives. But he said he would do that for the brokenhearted and the ones that have a contrite heart. That word contrite means crushed. We're back to that again. Because sometimes you could have been crushed. Opened up your heart to somebody. Gave your heart to somebody. And they crushed you. People that you not were supposed to do that. People that you trusted would never do that. But it happened. See, when people seem to be overcome and swallowed up by afflictions in their lives, whether they still happening or whether it's happened way back in the past, but the effect lingers and or on until today. But God wants you to know I'm near you. I'm right there. Well, what makes that so good? I'll save you. I'll open it back up for you. I'll set you free. I'll cause you to be able to trust once again. Enjoy once again. The Bible says in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. God will bring joy back to you too. In such a way as you'll get your, your dance back, you get your step back and live like you ought to. Because God will heal those that are brokenhearted. Turn to Psalms number 147, please. Psalms number 147. I love the Lord. Psalms number 147. See, God will bring recovery and restoration by healing those who were brokenhearted. Healing those who are brokenhearted. Psalms number 147, begin reading in stanza number two. It said, the Lord doth build up Jerusalem. Well, let's go to stanza number one, because this is what's going to happen as a result of it. We might as well include that too. It says, praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant and praise is comely. It looked good on you. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. Remember, Jerusalem had been devastated. Jerusalem had been towed down. But God was going to rebuild Jerusalem, including the walls that were around Jerusalem and stuff. He was going to have them rebuilt. Remember, he hadn't rose up Nehemiah. And Nehemiah had a crew with him too. And then they got together and they worked and they got that thing rebuilt. Praise God, like God wanted it to do. Because God will rebuild the waste places, the places that's been towed down. But look what else he said. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathered together the outcast of Jerusalem, of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He healeth the broken in heart. See, God is a restorer, not just a restorer of, of walls, but broken down walls. He's also a restorer of hearts, too, which means he can restore things that are in external and he can restore things that are internal. The same God that can put things in your life back together again is the same God that can put your heart back together again. The same God that can restore unto you the years that the canker worm has, store, has, has stolen externally is the same one that can do it internally and be able to help you there too. Because God healeth the brokenhearted. Now that word healeth right there means to mend. But it carries our idea of mending by stitching. To mend. But it carries the idea of mending by stitchings. 
See, sometimes you've had your heart broken. It feels like it's been ripped within you. Once again, I know some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but it feels like it's been ripped within you. Things that are ripped are worthless. Even if you do mend them back together again, sew it back together again, you got this big old scar going down from where it was ripped. You got this big old scar. And you got some people who have scarred hearts, which you tried to heal it just naturally, just let it heal naturally. Time allowed it to be able to begin to start mending itself, but yet it still got a scar running down it. That's why certain days you're reminded of what went down. Certain things remind you and cause you to no longer smile but frown. You ride past certain restaurants, you remember when we used to go there together. You think about friends and get ready to smile, but then you remember, oh, those were the friends that we had together. And you still got a scar sitting there. But God said, I heal the brokenhearted men by stitching. I'll stitch it back together again. And not stitch it back together in a way that leaves an obvious scar either. But God said, I'll stitch it back together again like it had never been ripped before. Like it had never been broken before. God said, I'll fix your heart like it's never been broken before. Like nothing ever happened. Because God can restore it to that level. He's the only one that can do it. It also translates, remember, he was the one that first put your heart together in the first place. That's why he can mend it back like that. It also translates cause to heal. God said, I'll cause you to heal. It also means repair. God said, I'll repair that thing up in there. It also means men thoroughly. I like that, men thoroughly. Sometimes you can put something back together again, but it ain't quite really good. You know, it ain't, it, it ain't there. It's good, but it ain't, you know. God said, I'll mend it thoroughly. And I like this, and make whole. See, we got a God that can make people whole. Inside and out. The things that you see and the things that nobody knows about but him and thee. God said, I'll heal the brokenhearted. Once again, that word broken means to burst. But I like this. It also, when I say I like it, I'm talking about to understand it. Praise God. Not like it, like I like that you got that, you know. But it also translates broke down. Because sometimes you just broke down. Broke off. You've just been broke off. Well, sometimes it's like your heart has been broken up. And broken into pieces. But each and every one of those, God said, I'll mend those. In such a way was it to be as though it had never, ever affected itself in you. And your wounds, he said, I'll bind them up. Those wounds are pains. Sometimes we still experience pain because of what we went through too. But God said, I'll, 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 I'll bind that up for you. It translates sorrow. Sometimes we have sorrows that carry off into our tomorrows. But God said, I'll mend those for you. I'll bind them up for you. To bind up means to wrap firmly. To wrap firmly. That's what I would have to do many times when I'd had that contusion. When I'd had that contusion, I'd have to go get it wrapped. Praise God, or, you know, or wrap it myself. Usually I'd, have, you know, I'd try to wrap it myself. You know, you're cheap. You try to wrap it yourself. Praise God. Hallelujah. You just go get you an ace bandage or something like that and try to put it, wrap it around there. Praise God. But hey, once in a while, you know, it, it, it's so, it's, it's so, it, the contusion is so strong that you go to the sports doctor. And he goes to touch it a couple of times. He said, oh, no, see, you ain't got this wrap right. Here, this is how you do it. And then he might put a salve on it before he wraps it. And then he pulls it tight. And you're like, whoa. 
you know, and it almost hurt when he first did it. You know, it's like, mm, you could feel when he did it. But then after he did it, you're like, oh, oh. And then he look in there and I said, now don't go play on it, though. Because it got to heal. I said, all right, though. But I could walk, you know, I, I got my walk back. You know, see, before I'm like walking all, you know, like this. See, now I can like, oh, you know, like, like what's up now? Oh, you know, hey. God said, I'll wrap this up for you in such a way where you can get your walk back. You can get your stride back. You can be able to walk like you walked before anything ever happened to you. God said, I'll hit it like that for you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I know it's blessing me, and I hope it's blessing you too. Finding out that recovery and restoration is something our God is willing to do for me and you. I'm glad to know that our God is a God of recovery and restoration. And I'm even more glad that I've learned to let him be a God of recovery and restoration in my life. He's recovered and restored so many things in my wife and my life. I hope all of you let him do the same thing for you too. He wants to and is willing to do it for me and you. So come on, let him do it. If you want to hit a message in this entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Prison Center at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located, once again, at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call us up at the church office. We'll come and pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.